Crack rot, da 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 da. Anyway, Gooch Grease. This is the Greg Cody Show with Greg Cody. Pardon it. Here's your host, Greg Cody. So I'm scrolling through Twitter the other day, and I happen, um, you know how these trending topics, sometimes you see a couple of words and everything, and you click on it because you're like, what? Yeah. Gooch grease <laughs> was, was the yeah. trending topic. I saw that. <laughs> G-O-O-C-H grease. Gooch grease. Hell yeah. Gooching it. Foreign phrase to me, so I click on it. And basically... It was, <laughs> a, unless I'm being punked, it was a serious thing about how a lot of men are now wearing, you know, female-designed feminine maxi pads to basically, as I understand it, sop up the excess sweat in their ass-crack region. It's for swamp butt. Swamp huh. butt. And I, I, I don't suffer from that. And I wonder, is that a common malady? I don't need to think about whether you or don't, whether you do or don't suffer well, from that. Like, I don't want to think about anybody's personal hygiene when it comes to that area, m- male or female. We live in Florida. It's got to be popular here, if anywhere. Can't you just wash down there and put a little powder down there and not have to wear a feminine pad? You're such what, are, a, what are we you're, doing? You're so full of it, Dad, because you were the king of, after a, a day at the theme park, needing some gold bond. Well... So that just proves that there is okay. some sweating that is going on down there. I have to admit. Let's you, just you, get in you, it, folks. Let's, let's get into the weeds here. Let's get you, into that crack. Yeah. You, you caught me red-handed because I did uh, invent the phrase crack rot. You did. <laughs> you know, generally. That's what my dad would say. Like, honey, I got crack rot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I have a bad case of the dancing swords and crack rot. <laughs> you know, this he'd is... be like, I got to take a QK and then I have crack rot. <laughs> yeah. I, I do tend to get crack rot, particularly back in the old days when we would, you know, do eight miles at Disney World uh, in the most exhausting day possible, uh, making sure you and Michael had fun at the park. It's always the worst when you like ha- you do like seven hours at the park and then you stop to like eat and you stop sweating and you like go into air conditioning yeah. for an hour. That's when you come back out and it's like, ugh, right. <laughs> exactly. Anyways, good start to the show. Crack rot, da 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 da. What? Anyway, Gooch There's Grease. There's our cold open. <laughs> thank you, Gooch Grease. Crack rot. What a terrible way to start the podcast. Hey, thank you, everybody, for joining us. Would you eat they- chicken wings if they were, you know, promoted to be cooked in Gooch Grease? <laughs> no. <laughs> now that I know what Gooch Grease is, I don't believe I would, no. Is there a person out there? Maybe Elton John's Gooch Grease? Oh, let's not go there. No. There's a All market right. for everything, man. Yep. Oh, believe me. A celebrity could sell his ass grippings. Maybe we should sell some Greg Cody gooch grease on the Greg Cody show sh- dot shop. Dot you know com, what? Let's not. Called. Let's uh, let's uh, erase that uh, as a suggestion as well. Let's not even go there. But let's move on, actually. Yeah, let's please. Um, I, I do. I have a quick call back to the emergency episode we did on the, the emergency. Panthers and- That's right. Uh, the H- Heat and Panthers both both being in the finals. I fouled something up big time. Okay. You, Christopher, as you do quite frequently, uh, tend to be a wet blanket guy. You're always criticizing, calling into question. You know, you're walking around with a wet blanket. Um, So I accused you of constantly walking around carrying a wet blanket. I made three big mistakes. 
I called oh, your Charlie Brown. Yeah. Yeah. I called the comic strip Snoopy when it's <laughs> called Peanuts. I called Pe- the character. It's called, Pen- it's called Penis? Peanuts. Oh. I called the character who pulls the blanket Linus, and he does pull the blanket, but it's Pigpen who pulls the who who is followed by the wet cloud. What a boring or the what dirt a boring cloud. correction. The dust cloud, this is. Right. Yeah. The dust cloud, right. And, and Linus and doesn't pull so, his blanket. He has his blanket. Yeah, Linus has a blanket, but it's Pigpen who has the dust cloud. So wow. Talk, about the, talk about the least sought after correction in the history well, of corrections. <laughs> you know what? When I make a mistake like that, and I didn't even realize until I was listening to the podcast as a listener would hear it, and I realized, wait a minute, I'm totally wrong with everything I said there because I called the comic strip Snoopy. Anyway. Yeah, that's, that's the second most wrong you've been on a podcast. The first was when you thought Welcome to Wrexham was a Ted Lasso knockoff. Right, I did. That, yeah, was, just, right. that, that was an all-timer from you. Okay. I, I also forgot that Tony Kornheiser actually appeared on our show. That was rich. Yeti, is that something that ever even made air? Or is that just me and my dad privately? I had no idea what you guys were talking about when you said he forgot Tony had been on the air. We're talking oh, the other so day. By that. We're talking the other day, and we're just like, man, like, you know, we're talking about our downloads. We've been doing well. So we're just like trying to think of like what could have happened in recent months that we're doing a little better than we've been doing. And we started talking about the Kornheiser bit because that is about when our bump in downloads started happening and my dad's just like we really need to get him on we need a <laughs> we really need a payoff for that and i was just like what was, <laughs> we, we yeah. had an emergency episode on new year's eve i think it was or close to that yes it was but we that had, was no no no. but that was to, when we to, faked it that right, was, that when, was like, when we faked it he, that was well, the voicemail that, that's when and he, then he literally said, did spent like 20 minutes and then we show. talked about whether that counted that and then uh Sorry, my daughter yeah. just came in here and decided to cough and look at me. I don't know if you guys heard that on the mic. <laughs> okay. She's doing her Greg Cody imitation. <laughs> Seriously, thank you, Graceland. Where was I? I? She you. made me lose my train of thought. <laughs> what was I talking about? Your dad forgetting about Kornheiser. Yes, that we and then we had we did a whole bit where it played out, and then he he heard he must have seen reaction and finally was like, "All right, I'll actually come on." And we had like 15 minutes with him, and the whole time he was ornery and rushing us. I know, hilarious. That yeah, was a great interview. Yeah, he was. Yeah, once you mentioned that, I remembered. <laughs> You're um, the worst. Yeah, I know. I don't leave the league in memory anymore. I think that part of it is an aging thing. Um, so a, a couple of quick uh, personal notes for me, and then I want to get to something that really annoyed me. I mean, it's the Greg is, Cody show with Greg Cody. Isn't this all just one personal note? It's true. It's, it's one <laughs> continuous personal note. But here's the, the latest is I got to do this quickly because people he- hate hearing about my racehorse. Oh my but God. calmly, on the heel of a big, big win, is entered in uh, the June 11th Oaks d'Italia with a $420,000 purse. Yes! Because she just won a big race, Comley's thoroughbred rating is now 112. Yes! Uh, She had been in the 104 range. 112 is good. It's now tied for seventh uh, among 39 Team Valor racehorses. Yes, Comley! Is this a big race? Uh, The Oaks d'Italia? What was the purse in the last race? I think the person, it was less. It was like 270000 or something. This is 420000 It's a medium purse. You know, I'm not uh, overselling it. Did you get your check for $10 yet? Well, here's the thing. This disappoints me. Uh, this is something else I've learned. I thought I was going to get a small pissant check that I would frame. Not liking it so far. Like, you know, you frame the dollar bill and you yeah, put it above it. your cash register in a restaurant that yeah. you just opened. Yeah, we, we got that. Right. So apparently you don't get a check. What they do is they take the money off what you owe like uh, like three or four times a, a year 
I owe a certain amount of money for the care and upkeep of this. What a scam this is. <clears throat> so basically, now, now, you, now, right. in two months, you owe three hundred and ninety-six dollars instead. No, of it's a real small amount. Basically, no, I'm saying the, now you owe three ninety-six instead of four hundred six. Well, it's it, it's a much smaller amount than that that I pay four times a year. It's more like in the, the eighty-dollar range. But at any rate, it's going to be the sixty-eight-dollar range next time because she won a big race. <laughs> three hundred and twenty um, bucks a year. It's worth every penny of it. Believe me. Greg, I have something for you on on your love for Calmly. Now, last week we played you ejaculating all over the place. Calmly's making a move. Yeah, um, did in we? reaction to Calmly's victory. Come on. Have you shown your wife that type of excitement over anything in your entire <laughs> 40 years of marriage? Yes. Probably not said like that. Not where I'm going, <laughs> yeah, yes, Calmly. Probably me at a sporting event. Yes. Toward your wife. Woo. Oh, toward my wife? Maybe not even vocally, but like, have you shown that excitement and type of love and care for her at all? Yeah. Erlene, I know I, you're listening. I, I don't I don't think I'm doing this for you. <laughs> that, that a lot of benefit out there on her listening. Um <laughs> uh, I don't want to get too personal with that answer, so we'll leave it at that. <laughs> yes, come on. Um but it, it is a I, I was surprised to hear my voice, to be yes. honest with you, because I rarely sound like that where I'm going, Yeah, yeah. <laughs> woo! It was almost embarrassing, to be honest with you. Yes! Yeah! But that's me. What can I tell you? Uh, the, the other personal note I want to share is that um, the damn debt ceiling being agreed upon cost me a big dose of national publicity today. I was supposed to be on an MSNBC show live what? This, uh, late this morning, uh, the Jose Diaz-Balart Reports show on MSNBC. He knows of me because he used to work in Miami for years, like back in the 80s and 90s. Um, I was supposed to be on late in the 11 a.m. hour. It was all set to talk about Heat and Panthers. And then at the last minute, like a half hour before I'm supposed to go on, I get bumped by some wow. news report on the death ceiling uh, being signed. Wow. So damn, damn, the Democrats and Republicans, they finally agree on something. And it cost me a big dose of national publicity. What you don't know, Dad, is is that's just like a little industry lingo. Whenever they just don't give a shit about an interview, they just say the debt ceiling. It could be. <laughs> like whenever they want to bump something and they don't want to make people feel bad, they just say, hey, man, this debt ceiling. You know what? You could be right. Yeah. Ho Jose probably said, why do I want this guy on? Yeah. Is MSNBC you know. the one where they do the stocks and stuff like that all day or is that's that a, cnbc that's cnb oh, okay msnbc is the very left-leaning leaning uh, we got but. you we keep our we keep our tvs at at work that are out in the lobbies and everything on cnbc it would have been really funny to have seen greg cody just show up just to merge yeah yeah that would have been great i i love a good just putting cnbc on you know you get the things the the, the prices the dow jones <laughs> scrolling about it just makes you feel like you're having a productive morning if you're answering some emails and you got CNBC on mute, I right. like I like to have my my morning coffee. Even though I don't drink coffee, I'm just going for the bit <laughs> right now. You're anti coffee. I, I'm I, I hate it. But but if I did, I'd like my morning coffee with some CNBC on. Just you know, give me the old I forget what it's called. Squawk box. Squawk box. That's yes, what it right. is. Oh God, I had no box. idea. I, I, I'm not a stock report guy, so I never I know, watch Dad, that. Trust me. Scroll. Yeah, I, you've damaged me with your the, the, how little you taught me about money growing up. <laughs> okay, well, you know that's because uh, your mother was uh, handing it to you left, right, and center, and you didn't need to <laughs> didn't didn't need to learn how to make it because I mean, it was that's, being given to you. That's what happens when you're seven. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you're right about that. So I heard a blasphemous report that I need we need to explore because Christopher played for me 
a little audio sound. I don't know the circumstance. I don't know who this uh, heathen was, but <laughs> someone was literally calling Greg the worst male name ever. I love how my dad thinks that when I send him a video like that, I know every person on this earth. Like that, that <laughs> the internet is a wild thing. Like I often just send you videos and links to things. Right. It's just things I found on the internet. Like I don't know this person. Like next thing you know, you're gonna be like, let's get her on. Let's get her on the phone right now. <laughs> but right let's now. Let's play this clip that we're talking about. Please. What is the worst name a dude can have? Ooh, probably Greg. Greg? <laughs> Yeah. How many Gregs do you know? I know a couple, actually. You just hate them? They're just, yeah. I just don't like the name. I, the guys Same. are fine, just the name is just, it's an immediate turnoff. So you're, so you're just like, yeah, you is. never hook up with a guy named Greg? No, I wouldn't. Yeah, it's a pretty shitty name, to be honest. <laughs> he goes, yeah, it's a pretty shitty name, to be honest. The guy, like, dunks on you at the end. Wouldn't hook up with you either, lady. <laughs> yeah, what's your name, buddy? Come on. Please. She's probably uh, talking about Greg with two Gs. I know a couple Gregs, too. It's, it's, it's not great. <laughs> you're surrounded by them all right what was the context for that who is that person it was just some guy doing what looked like man on the street type interviews like where he's just going around a college campus and he's like hey what's the worst name greg really and she couldn't think of a different name i mean are we i mean you got we're not really doing gregs anymore are we i mean yeah yeah there's definitely gregs i coached gregs in soccer yeah but uh, you coached soccer 28 years ago it's true but there was a greg the name Greg always stood out to me in, in like, I, I realized in elementary school, Greg isn't like an odd sounding name. Like it's not like artsy or avant-garde or anything like that. Right. But you don't know many of us. Like, like, right. like we're uncommon to find, but it's not an uncommon name, uncommon sounding name at all. I'm so gonna, that's true. I, I agree that you don't see a lot of them, but I'm going to take her. Like if there's a pie chart here, not a pie chart. If there's just like the two extremes here, there's this lady, how she feels about the name Greg. And there's our Gregs over here loving the name Greg. If you're asking me where I am on this spectrum, <laughs> I think I'm closer to her. Just in terms, like, I know it's my dad's name. <laughs> Thank God it's my brother's middle name and not mine. I'd rather have Wilfred. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Thank you. But I just, I, I don't hate it. I obviously love both of you, but I'm not going to sit here and say it's a great name. What's worse, a Greg or a Dustin or a Chester or Charleston or Cooper? I don't hate a Dustin or a Cooper. Really? I don't think I've met any that I like. The other ones are not great. Half of these names, Charleston and Dustin, they sound like automobiles. They don't even sound like names. I mean... The Charleston's a dance, Greg, from like... That's true. You're right. From when your grandma was two years old. In a city in West Virginia as well. I never loved the name Greg. I always thought um, growing up, whenever I would see a reference to Greg on TV or something, it would tend to be the little rich kid you know the 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 wealthy guy's son was named greg or something like that i never loved it nor did i hate it i did go through one phase in my professional career i would say it was the early 90s when i was striving for credibility and to be taken seriously and i considered for a minute trying to change my byline to uh gregory p cody oh god or even or even toured around with the initial gp Cody, just to sound a little more no novelist-like, you know, but... Uh, White dudes love putting in a middle initial. They love, and it, like, it makes it makes them feel so important. Yeah, it does. Greg is not, is somehow the worst name that Nana and Pop came up with. <laughs> and their other son's name is Dick. <laughs> Listen, I don't hate Greg, 
I don't love Greg. I'm comfortable with it. I now wear it like an old pair of deck shoes. This is literally the Greg Cody show with Greg Cody. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> it could be the GP Cody oh, show. It could be GP the Gregory Cody. the Gregory P. Cody show with Gregory P. Cody. That's right. That's Let's it. change the name of it. We, we might be forced to do that if he ever wants to leave the Herald. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. It, it was the Herald that actually talked me out of a byline change. Yeah. Uh, and I'm not sure why. Because I had a buddy... Uh, whose name is, well, he's, he's a very famous writer. His, uh, his name is Scott Price, and his friends all call him Scott, but he goes by S.L. Price. And that gave me the idea that if he can do it, why can't I? I never say the name Gregory like with a straight face. It's always Gregory or some, you know, yeah. Really? Uh, Greg's much better, contrary to what that lady thinks. I like her. I don't, I mean, 66.7% of our on-air cast here is named Greg. So we're the official <laughs> podcast of the Gregs. So I take uh, with, with great umbrage what that uh, college girl was saying. How narcissist has this been? It really would be funny to get that girl on. To just <laughs> like fine. put her in a Zoom with two Gregs. What's her deal? <laughs> I would love that. If you can track her down, there's a big bonus in it for you. How about that? Um, speaking of big bonuses, um, you have a corn palace update, Yeti. I want you to uh, let me know what that is because we, I read a letter. It sounds like something you'd call your toilet. <laughs> a corn palace update? <laughs> what? When did Thank I you. eat corn? Good night, everyone. Good night, everyone. Corn palace. Oh, my God. We started the show with gooch grease, and now we're talking about corn in stool. We're just going downhill, left, right, and center here. Zagak. Shit is at the fan. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so we were talking about the Corn Palace last week. We have an update from a caller. Wait, whoa, 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 whoa. Hold on. Give me more context here. I don't even remember this. So we're going to need to go into the uh, Greg Cody Wayback Machine. Let's take a trip down memory lane in Greg Cody's Wayback Machine. Back in it. Um, I want to read a, a letter from a fan because this is so sweet. Oh, here and, we go. And I want to read it verbatim. Greg. Thanks for all the contributions to the Levitard show. Your back in my day segments are always the best. Once a month. We are remodeling in our kitchen and consolidated the two junk drawers. I found the enclosed gem in the bottom of one. I thought you might enjoy it. Best regards. And I think it says Mike Gabriel. I think it's Mike Gabriel. Mike, I'm sorry if I got your name wrong because you wrote it in longhand, but thank you very much. And the little gift he gave me from his junk drawer, he must be from Mitchell, South Dakota, because this is. A little uh, thing from the Corn Palace. There's something in Mitchell, South Dakota called the Corn Palace. It's a little arena, but uh, a lot of the artwork in it is made from real corn. That sounds super cool. If anybody of you, any of you are listening who are from or around Mitchell, South Dakota, or have been to the Corn Palace, I want you to go to our Greg Cody Show website to the bottom right on that little microphone and leave us a little description of what the Corn Palace is like. I would like to know that. And thank you again, Mike, for um, for that kind gesture. And that led to us getting this voicemail from a guy named Scott. Hey there, Greg and everybody. Scott here, living in Syracuse, New York, but I grew up in Mitchell, South Dakota, home of the world's only Corn Palace. I was actually a tour guide there for two years of my high school life, and I can tell you that as much fun as you make of the Corn Palace and the people out there, we made fun of the tourists that came and asked us some really dumbass questions. <laughs> anyway, the Corn Palace is real. It's a civic center that's used for concerts and graduations and stuff. And 
is decorated murals made out of corn. It's a uh, hundred and I don't know, 10 years old. So it's a tradition that goes way back to when celebrating the harvest was actually uh, more important than it probably is now. Anyway, <laughs> look it up, go there, visit it, live it, love it. That kind of thing. <laughs> that guy might be a robot. But first of all, he dropped in too many anyways. First of all, his first anyway was like 10 seconds after he started talking. You can't say anyway unless you've talked for like two minutes. I feel that's you know, accurate. I'm yammering for two minutes. Anyway, you know, I mean, okay. he hit an anyway really early and then he hit us with another one at the end. But thank you for the Corn Palace report. Do you think that was an AI uh, facsimile? I mean, it, there was something in there that <laughs> something happened. Yeah. I love that he said that kind of thing at the end that redeemed the whole thing. And thank you, by the way. I forget the name of the caller from Syracuse, <laughs> formerly of Mitchell, South Dakota, but thank you. Do you think that that guy just happened to say that kind of thing or he's doing it because of our show? That's a good question. Let's get him on the phone. That's a terrible question. By the way, I do have um, I do have dad jokes and three facts, Jack. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying we don't we don't have to, but you know, it's got a soft spot in my heart, these things. So I would like to do it. Well maybe we will right after break, Greg. <laughs> okay. Jesus. I'll make them up during the break. Guys, we are super excited to tell you that Sheets and Giggles has just re-up with us to stay. We are rolling right now. We're cooking. Woo-hoo! They're cooking. Woo-hoo! We're making love to the listeners. Yes, calmly. We're all sleeping better. <laughs> yeah. Wow, we did that at the same time. That was weird. But uh, guys, go right now. Continue to support this. We're going to do a watch party for the Stanley Cup final. Yeti's going to give you information on that in a second. But go support this company, sheetsgiggles.com slash Greg, promo code NICEHAT. Keep supporting us. Keep supporting this company. Get yourself some good sheets. Go buy yourself, but go buy your father-in-law some nice sheets. All right, we've done our uncle. We did our Father's Day. Now go do your father-in-law. Yes! All right, go do him so his wife will do him. Calmly! All right? Baby! <laughs> Baby! Yeah, Father's Day's right around the corner. Promo code NICEHAT, 20% off, sheetsgiggles.com slash Greg. So, about the occurrence, Colin wants to host an occurrence. Saturday, June 10th, 4 p.m. at the quarter deck uh, in Sunrise off Flamingo Road. That is my watering hole, folks. That is where Chris finds himself before almost every Panthers game. That is where all the Panthers fans go. I love that quarter deck. Saturday before game four, four o'clock, he's going to have a bar tab for the first $200. It's going to be a lot of fun. I'm going to be there. Greg Cody probably won't be there. And keep supporting us. If you subscribe to Chris Cody's Instagram, you may end up on a video there. Yep. Oh, thank you, Yeti. Love you. You got it. Sheetsgiggles.com slash Greg. Promo code NICEHAT. Keep supporting them. They just read up. They're going to be with us for the next few months. Let's keep doing this. Let's keep going. Okay. And now we go from that high, that euphoric high, down to dad jokes. (laughs) He actually, Colin specifically said in his email that he doesn't want any part of dad jokes. So we need to space them out a little bit, actually. He did not. (laughs) he He said, I like the whole show. The vibe is great. Just get the dad jokes as far away from my plug as possible. You are lying like a rug. <laughs> rugs okay. don't lie. Oh, they do lie. Wow, I was about to say rugs don't lie, but they do. Thank you. I've been saying lying like a rug my whole life, kid. All right, number three. How does a pizza introduce itself? Uh, hold on. Dead air. Um, <laughs> gets me every time. He says, "Slice <laughs> to meet you." Slice, oh, slice to meet you. Damn. Number two. What did one worm? Say to another worm who'd kept him waiting. 
I don't know. Where in earth have you been? Uh, that's terrible. Now, bad. These are both bad. That's Number bad, one, Greg. what do you call a cow that can't moo? A milk dud. <laughs> I kind of like that's that That's decent. One. That's decent. Okay. By the way, the one there was one last week that Yeti cackled at. That one wasn't funny either. <laughs> oh, I don't remember so. what it was. was Eight-year-old cheerleader. What was the uh... <laughs> old yeller? Old yeller. Yeah, it's not funny. <laughs> not funny. I was just like, "What are you doing, Yeti?" Are you just not cause... familiar with old yeller? The the I guess I'm, I'm familiar. The... Okay, I'm all familiar. Right, right. Terrible Good. joke. Terrible joke. I'm always so taken aback when anyone genuinely loves one of the dead jokes. It's like I, I do I like think, a theatrical double take. I think when I'm not in this Zoom and yet he's here alone, he's afraid to criticize you. So he was giving you Ooh. fake laugh. I don't think he even thought it was funny. There, I said it, Yeti. Really? I criticized his other ones, told him he should have redone his order. Chris, thank you. Okay. <laughs> All right. Speaking of that, three I like facts, the idea Jack. of just. I like the idea of Yeti being afraid of Greg Cody. We need some like. Without the Chris buffer. Yeah, right. We need some fear around here. It's too much fun. Okay. <laughs> All right, three facts, Jack. There are three things that interest him, so sit right back for three facts, Jack. Three facts, Jack. Number three, Greg Cody loves cilantro, especially in his salsa. That's not a fact. <laughs> wet blanket, would you care to just let me continue? We should get imaging for me when I'm a wet blanket. Okay, <laughs> on now, it, on it. now just to piss you off, I'm going to start all over again because you interrupted me. Oh, God. Greg Cody loves cilantro, especially in his salsa. But those who don't often complain it tastes like soap. Why? It's more of a matter of your genetics than it is the herb itself. A 2012 study found that about 20% of people are equipped with the certain olfactory receptor genes that are prone to detect cilantro's aldehydes, compounds also commonly found in soaps, other household cleaning agents, and perfumes. Number two. Number two, the bones in our body are pretty much done growing by the time we reach 20 as growth plates harden. An exception is the human skull. Skulls never fully stop growing, and the bones tend to shift. A Duke University study found that as we age, the forehead moves forward and the cheekbones move backward. The resulting forward tilt of the skull is why overlying skin droops and sags. Now, that's interesting. Mm. It's also going to cause me some problems with New I, Era. I need my head to get smaller. I know I already wear a seven and three quarters. That's not fun. I have no idea what my hat size is. Who knows their hat size? The point. Okay. The point. <laughs> <laughs> What's the point? Okay. Number one, the shortest three facts jack in history. Number one, a newborn baby kangaroo is the size of a lima bean. Like when it comes out? When it's born, when it yes, when it's born. Yep, I don't. I think they stay. That can't be true. I've seen videos on the internet of them falling out, like like four feet tall. But when they're born, here's what happens: it's an embryo-like, uh, almost a fetus-like thing that is actually born, and it's a it's a small pod that's got two little arms, and the arms crawl up instinctively. The arms crawl up the pouch and introduce themselves to the world and to their mother. Wait, what are we talking about? Kangaroos? Yeah. yeah. My bad. I thought you said giraffe. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. I seen, okay. I've seen videos of like full-size, like little baby, like six-foot-tall giraffes right. just falling out of their mom. Okay. We got to get McGill on to verify that I'm correct. And then I, ki and then I killed the giraffe. Right. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. <laughs> okay. Ah, ah. 
<laughs> Another award-winning Three uh, Facts Jack. Couldn't have been any less award-winning. I think it was. The Society of Three Facts Jack just awarded me the silver ribbon. What? Like I just this like latest episode. I just want to be a fly on the wall when you prep those two segments. What do you mean? Like what? Like, like what are you just in front of your computer? Just like, oh, this is fun. The bad you know dad jokes. Oh. Like we, scrolling uh, through like a hundred, three hundred dad jokes, and you're like, Oh, this one's funny. We don't want to reveal too much about the process that births those two, um, whatever you call a regular thing on a on a <laughs> podcast. Bells and whistle. That's right. Bells and whistles. Bells and whistles is what I love. Speaking of bells and whistles, um, Yeti, you indicated to me that you have problem with the very word podcast, <laughs> and I would like to know why. Yeah, I guess I guess you say I get a little name snobby. I uh, I like to think of when you get to a certain level of production that you're making a show, not a podcast. And we call ourselves the Greg Cody Show with Greg Cody, but you are perpetually referring to it as the Greg Cody Podcast. I'm like, no, it, we make a show. Damn it! I mean, it okay. gets released on a podcast, stream. right? But it's a show, right? And <laughs> the amount of work we put into it. You know, I, maybe a podcast is like what um you know like like when you're first starting out and you're like just you know sound like crap in in your closet like you're reading things <laughs> why do you have to say why'd you say closet why'd you say closet really what are you getting at what do like, you mean just, yeah he's like basically what it sounded like before i got here like right, that. right right you get but you get a producer you put some you know theme music you 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 add in drops you add a another producer maybe that shares the same name as you and it's a yes! show man yes Okay. <laughs> you had a few ejaculations <laughs> and it becomes the Greg Cody show with Greg Cody. Embrace that. Okay. I am curious now that you bring it up because I love etymology. I like the idea though of, I'm sorry to cut you off dad, of just you going forward. Like when it's not a podcast, it's a show. Like, like on the <laughs> okay. Levitard show and he's anybody? like, he's got his own podcast. It's a show actually. That's right. Damn it. <laughs> this this had never occurred to me, but what is the origin of the word podcast? Like, why is it called a podcast? It's like it's it's a hybrid of words. It's the Chris Cody. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, it's, it, it's like a broadcast it, and that you could originally download on your iPod back like 20 years ago. Ah. Um, 20, 20, somewhere in the last 23 years. I think it's been since around 2000, maybe 2003 even um, was where it originated. Cause I looked this up a long time ago too. Like, what is this word? What is a podcast? And yeah, it has, it, because you could originally like people release them on iTunes and you could just download it directly to your iPod. And it was, it was like a broadcast for your iPod podcast. Okay. Go. I didn't know that. I honestly didn't know that pod was associated with iPod. Yep. That interests me. It, it does interest <laughs> me. That, that was a potential three facts, Jack, but now I have to write it off my list because I learned it organically. So uh, it does not qualify as a future three facts, Jack. But I got something else for you guys. Summertime uh -oh. is here. It's time for the pool routine. Mm. I don't know what you guys did growing up, but I always like to have special dives. Like when I was going to the pool to try to show off in front of people. Mm -hmm. Like, it, did, did you guys have... There's one thing, Yeti. There's one way to jump into a pool. And how is that, Chris? One. Tell me. One way, and it's the only way. I don't even need to say it. Everyone listening right now is in their car saying, this is clearly what Chris is about to say because it's yeah. the only way. Let's say it on, on, let's say it together, folks, on the count of three. One, two, two three. three. Cannonball. <laughs> I mean, come on. What are we doing here, Yeti? What are you like doing like dive routines where you're like flipping and barely creating a splash in the pool? <laughs> I would Yeti try. doing a jackknife jack like Greg Luganus. <laughs> I would try. 
Greg Luganis. He had to, it had to be a Greg. <laughs> exactly. He cracked his head on the board in the Olympics. I remember that. Yes, he did. God bless him. Were you? I, I imagine Yeti just being like, Greg! Yes! <laughs> yes! And then Greg here was like, yes, Greg! Yeah, we stick up for other Gregs. I don't give a shit when I see a Chris. <laughs> well, you're, Chris is too common. I'm trying to think of like athletes with the name Chris. Like I'm not like I don't I'm not a big fan of like if there was a major quarterback that like in the NFL that was like Greg something, I feel like you guys would just be big fans of him. I would. You're big Greg McElroy guys, weren't you? Of course, why not? But... <laughs> have Who? there been any have there been any Chris quarterbacks? Chris Wanky. Chris, Chris Sims. Sims. Chris Yeah, Chris no, Wanky. I really, yeah. I, I literally couldn't care about either of those guys any less. Yeah, Chris is a common name. Yeah, thanks, Dad. My my go to dive to be to be funny because I would try to do the <laughs> yeah. He's like, can dive. we get back to my dive, please? Thank I want you. to. I want to get on this. I want to get on this. <laughs> I would the, the human torpedo. Are you familiar with this dive? Is that where you like just like pencil kind of spin and feet pencil? first? No, no. You you instead of it's a head first dive, but instead of your hands out in front of you, they're right down at your side. Oh my god! So, so you look all you go up and you look all kind of lopsided. It looks like it's going to be terrible. Then you just go straight into the water. Like it just looks funny and. I- uh Wait, so Yeti, you're at this age still like performing? I'll still do that if, I'm, if, I'm, if I've got a diving board with enough bounce because I need extra time to flip my body over now, you know, because I'm heavier. I, and... Can I get, can we get a video on the internet of you doing like a front flip off of a diving board? Oh yeah, I can still do one. I would like to see that. The like, torpedo. We, we, on the Greg Cody show, it's like that needs to go out on our socials. Like It does. Are you shirting the pool guy or are you, or you let it all hang? <sighs> I let it all hang. I should. But that I dude. Do. No, no, you should. Hey, look <laughs> at me. There's a lot fine. more to hang than there used to be. Nah, <laughs> I'm not saying it has to be a current one. It can be one that you did years ago. Oh, no, like, I don't it, have any saying, film. Oh, or, give me a new one. Give me yeah, it. We'll, let we'll, it all we'll, hang out and let me get it. We'll get a new one this summer. Um, as soon as I find a pool with a diving board. Greg, what about you? Well, you just cannonball guy or did you ever do a funny flourish to like I make saw, the kids laugh? I saw Greg cannonball and Graceland's a big, hey, go do a cannonball. So yeah. I've, se- I've seen Greg do a cannonball in recent months. I, I have done a cannonball for my cherished granddaughter, but generally speaking, I don't because I am the only person who enjoys his pool in the summer while not wanting to get his hair wet. <laughs> he, and Or sometimes he'll wash his hair in the pool. It's right. like, it's like well, I'm either not going to touch the water with my hair or I'm bringing shampoo in. It's weird. Okay, when I'm alone, I do that. Gregory shirt on or off guy? At a public pool. Oh, I'll take my shirt off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, yeah. he lets that he lets that bump on his belly, bu- belly button flaunt. No, Greg, you mentioned something to me last week about a weird proposition, um, a, a, a contest for, for diving and, and the TV spectacle that it could be. Oh, my God. TV would never air this, okay? Here's my thought. Okay, you are offered a million dollars to dive off a 10-meter board into a pool, blindfolded, but there's a 90% chance you're diving into water, and there's a 10% chance you're diving into concrete and to a gruesome death. You have nine to one odds in your favor so to stupid. win a million dollars. This is so stupid. No, do you do doing it. that. No. Do you think anyone would? I think you put it 99 to one. Yeah. Did like I put it 99 week. to one? Okay, 99 to one is much better odds than nine to one. True. Yeah. Would you do 99 to one? No. I, I, I think I said it depends if there's a TV camera around. If there's a camera around, definitely not, because they're waiting for disaster. They know they know the game's up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but like, can't I just look down right before I jump? No, you get a blindfold on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I heard a similar, it was like, I think it was a barstool guy I saw doing this, like, po- posing this to people. Is there anything in the world that 
I could get you to like for $20 million. If I was like, you can never do blank again. Is there anything outside of like your kids and like seeing your kids, but like something like in your life that you just find your like, you know, music Yeti, like what for $20 million Yeti, would you never listen to music again? No, that's see, that's, it's wild to find in your life. What is something that's very important to you that I like, I would actually, I mean, I'm, that's a tough one. Interesting enough, probably sex. I mean, it's not like being a parent lets that happen often anyway, folks. <laughs> <laughs> but like, like they were doing it more on stuff like that, like music yeah. or like, uh, would you never watch your favorite sport again? Yeah, like, I, I totally, I could do that. No problem. I barely like, get to watch sports as it is as right. much as I'd love to. But dude, like you, you're just blanket. Like music is that important to you? Yeah. Like, I love music too. Like, I love listening to music, but if you just said to me right now, I'm going to put $20 million in your bank account if you just, like, never listen. Like, I, I, that's a tough one. I don't know. Like, in my yeah. mind, I want to say yes, yeah, but I, like, I, I would probably, re- would I really regret it, though? I don't think I could because, because there's literally a song in my head at all times of the day. You can still have a song in your head. <laughs> I know, I know. I mean, that might make it easy, but like, no, I because I, I go through little. Think bouts about all the of, trips you could go on with your family, though. Like, there's gonna be yes, that's gonna stink. Never listening to music again. But think about the, the the generational wealth and the trips and the 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 stress that will leave your life. Like all the positives from twenty million dollars. Not worth my happiness. Okay. No, no, no. I know for you, especially music, like that's a good one, but I don't know. I, I just like, it's, a, it's an interesting question. Much more interesting than my dad's like, would you die for a 10% chance? <laughs> for $1 million. You know what? They wouldn't televise it. You know what they would televise? If instead of a concrete pool that made you die a horrific death, uh, the, the losing bet is you're diving into a pool filled with snakes. <sighs> like Garden snakes? Filled with snakes. Garden snakes? Well, they're 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 non poisonous. He's like, there's mostly garden, but there's like three, three uh, rattlers in there. Yeah, there you go. Rattlers somewhere in there. Yeah, and a couple of piranha, just for fun. <laughs> how, how could a piranha? Oh, because like it's in water, like water snakes is what you're saying. Okay. Well, I thought it was just. I thought it was. Uh, an, I thought it was an empty pool filled with snakes. It is. No, no, no. It's it's a pool filled with water. Right. But chock a block full of snakes with a couple of flesh eating pir- piranha as well. What is this like Austin Powers? You can get out of the piranha, no problem. You, you think they aren't as ravenous as you? Uh, is that um, true? Especially if I land on them. Yeah, yeah. I, I listened to. I think it was the stuff you should know. I listened to about that. Wow. That yeah, they, they, they can mess you up, but it, they're they they're not like you stick. They're your not as in the aggressive water coming out as a bone. They're not as is aggressive right? as like they're perceived on like right. shows and stuff. Right. Well, that's good to know. They will. They they'll harm you. But anyway. All right, that's good to know. We started off with gooch grease, and we're ending with piranha not being nearly as flesh-eating and deadly as we imagined. It's It's been an episode, Dad, to say the least. But uh, what we're not going to do here, what we've been doing in recent weeks is doing our normal episode and then saving uh, the sports for the end and for like Sunday night late so we have all the latest results. But we're not going to do that this week. We're going to end this episode now, and we're going to do what we did last week. We're going to midweek coming up on Tuesday you will get a bonus episode which will be me and my dad just nerding out on everything going on with the Heat and the Panthers so you're going to get a little two for one for the next couple weeks through this run where you're going to get your normal hijinks on Monday morning and then a little bit staggered throughout the week we'll release some sports stuff but we're excited continue to support us we have free shipping when is it is it right now Yeti people can go free shipping now Monday through Friday shop.thegregcodyshow.com get yourself a nice hat 
a nice shirt. You can get It's Time for Love to Beat the Crap Out of Hate. Anything. Yeah. All of our stuff. Free shipping. Get yourself a nice shirt hat if you want as well. A nice shirt hat, a nice hat shirt, whatever you want. We love you. Thank you, audience, and that kind of thing. Nice hat. Asshole. <laughs> <laughs>